There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21-plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Thursday morning to you. It is a numbers game at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander and Kelly Bidlin in the hizzy. How you doing, Kelly? It's happening. Doing well, man. I'm all prepared today. I already told you I got a thinner shirt on. Got iced coffee instead of my normal hot coffee. A little too much cream in it, but I still got iced coffee today. Prepare for the conditions that you have to work under, Gil. That's what you got to do. You got to be prepared. <laughs> Once again, ladies, stick around. It could get crazy in here. <laughs> you know, I forgot to mention to you guys, yesterday, one of these screens in front of me was flickering all during the show, and I didn't draw the connection at this because the heat of the studio is now affecting the equipment. It's overheating our screens. <laughs> yes, that's right. I didn't put two and two together. Uh, we have a show today that is a quality Thursday broadcast. Bill Krakenberger is always unscripted with the crack man in studio. Uh, who's this guy from Fox Sports? Chris Felica. Where'd they find him? I don't know. He's on the show. Off the street somewhere. That guy. The Bear joins us uh, to talk uh, number one pick in the draft, NFL division round. Chris Felica, the winner of the inaugural Matt Humans Football Friday Invitational Contest. Golf clap from Kelly Bidlin. 25K in his poke. That's awesome. And Sam Monson uh, joins us from Pro Football Focus. Sam was supposed to join us yesterday, um, but uh, we forgot to say AM instead of PM. The so, producer of the show might might have forgot to uh, specify hey, whether it was in the AM or the PM. I wasn't going to call out any names. But I'm Me just, either. I'm just saying the producer <laughs> of the show. I don't producer know. of the show. <laughs> so in other words, Ryan Hyatt, remotely. <laughs> right. Um, so we'll do all that today. Uh, I want to start with the Australian Open, though. Our bets split yesterday. Um, the one that we gave out on the show yesterday, Nicholas Jari lost in straight sets, lost 6-7, six, 6-7, seven, six, seven, seven. Uh, Three tightly contested uh, sets, but he, uh, he caved when the, uh, when the moments were the biggest. To Ben Shelton, who, by the way, was perhaps the most annoying human being ever on a tennis score yesterday. Did you see any of this? Oh. He was basically like fist pumping and screaming, and and Nicholas Jari was was way too passive about it. If that was Maria Sakari on the other side of the court, she would have punched him in the face. She had an incident earlier this week, but yeah. but we hit the other one. And what, get, what was he just over celebrating after every win? Yeah, it's just like it's not like becoming of a tennis player. You're not playing football, mm-hmm. so it's a little much. But anyway, we lose that one. We had two dogs. I hope people, you know, everybody, if you wanted all, the full picks from yesterday. Did they get in the newsletter? Because I sent them to Bill 80. I hope they got in the newsletter. Um, but everybody on Twitter who asked for it got both picks. The other one was a big winner on a dog, Magdalenette at plus 162. 
beats, um, you know, comes back from, from behind to beat Annette Contivate uh, and does so in nice fashion in three sets. So it was a winning day when you put both of those in there, and uh, that's always good. I'll get to my pick for tonight because it gets a little bit of slim pickings here now tonight because there's a lot of justified favorites, I think, on tonight's card, both on the men's and women's side. Oh, well, we put it up on the board, so I guess I'm going to say it now. Uh, We have a total bet tonight. Uh, I'm taking the over 37.5 on Yuri Lehechka and Cam Norrie on their match. Cam Norrie, uh, who uh, our buddy Drew Densick likes to call Scam Norrie, though he's coming around on Cam Norrie. Uh, Cam Norrie is British, but he, he grew up in Australia, so this is a very comfortable tournament for him. But Yuri Lehechka is playing the best tennis of his career. The two of them played each other uh, just a couple weeks ago in Adelaide, and uh, that was a four-setter. So what we need is really generally four pretty competitive sets here. Um, three super competitive ones, like the ones between Yari and uh, and uh, Ben Shelton would get the job done like yesterday. But I, what we're really hoping for is four competitive sets and cashing that over. So over 37 and a half on the Lehechka Nori match. That is the bet of the day at the Australian Open. I don't believe that I will have another, to be quite honest with you. I've even got, on Twitter. I've got nothing in the NBA yet, but I got my eye on the Celtics. Gonna wait for an injury report on Jalen Brown. Hopefully see an upgrade there. Uh finally had an easy winner last night. If anybody uh played the the Thunder along with Will Hill and myself, that was uh he and I were texting a little bit. I'm like, man, it feels like I haven't had an easy bet win in about three weeks. It's there you like, go. You know, kind of rocking chair mode. There you go. That yeah, was like that was a nice. rocking chair. Um, other thing about so again, we'll get to the because we want to talk about an NBA bet possibility as well. But the other thing with the Australian Open last night, and again, I I fell asleep sitting on the couch. I did get about one hour and 15 minutes of horizontal sleep update. Horizontal sleep update, everybody, for those concerned. Well, well, yeah, wait, can we have a quick sleep conversation? When yeah. you fall asleep sitting up like that, because yeah. I do it every once in a while, too, mm-hmm. do you feel like you've somehow lost sleep and not gained sleep? No, I feel like it is the same quality sleep, although scientists will tell me it is not. Okay, okay. I'm with the scientists. Yeah. Because I'll wake up after that, and I'm like, how am I more tired than when I fell oh, asleep on this? I couch? feel wonderful. Good for you. But I will say this. I felt like... I can't account for four seconds standing in the shower this morning. <laughs> so I, 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 I either fell asleep or I was abducted by aliens. Or you, yeah, you blacked out for four seconds in the, the shower. Quickest alien probe ever. <laughs> or the aliens took one look at me and were like, eh. Now let's send them back. Let's move on. <laughs> Beam them back, Scotty. I had, the Larry, I had the Larry David of aliens abduct me this morning. So there was that because I'm one of these bettors who I actually like to watch what I'm betting on, and my bets were done, but there's always opportunities to to in play. I didn't I didn't do anything last night, um, but the tournament, the basic macro bit of the tournament right now is a lot of shenanigans. Obviously, we know Rafa Nadal got knocked out. He's the number one seed. The Australian Open does seedings by world ranking. So Carlos Alcaraz leg injury before the tournament, so he's out now. You had the number one seed be, by virtue of that, Rafa Nadal to get knocked out. Casper Ruud, the number two seed, got beat yesterday. So essentially now you have the number three seed, Stefanos Tsitsipas, who everybody knows is, again, the real number one. And the betting favorite, of course, is the number four seed, Novak Djokovic, whose seeding is is Fakakta because of all the vaccine stuff from last year. But here's the thing with Djokovic. He beat uh, Enzo Kwakwa. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Kwa- Nailed it. Kwakwa. Something like that. Uh, he beat him in four sets. He lost a tiebreaker in one of the sets, and Djokovic is dealing with a hammy. He's got a hamstring issue. So there were some reports where he's, like, contemplating with the drawing from the tournament. I don't think that's true. It's more of a day-to-day thing. Yeah. 
But I will say this. If it were to get horrible in one of his matches, you don't mess around with a hammy. Oh, and he did, he did admit after the match yeah. that he was it, it was hurting him. He's in pain. Uh, I, ble- I believe the quote was, he said something like that, and he was like, but I'm not going to go into details for obvious reasons. He, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously you don't want to put yourself in a competitive disadvantage. Yeah, he did say, quote, not good at all. Unquote. So we'll see. Uh, monitor that situation for those who have Djokovic winning it outright. Some of us don't, but some of us have the Iga Djokovic Kiniella. Uh, our quarter play, we did have a Q4 play. I'm not sure if we give it. Yeah, we give it on a numbers game, but also yeah. on the podcast. Taylor Fritz got beat yesterday. So we Oof. lost. We did lose one of our future plays. Thankfully, just one unit. He was like a, one th- a minus 1,000 favorite in that match. Like a minus 900 favorite in a in match against the Australian Alexi Popperin. Oh, so a lot of uh, rando results, uh, but all very exciting at the Australian Open. Now, basketball. So, so this, I mean, this anything you want to highlight on these odds shift? Because these shifted, right? I mean, they, they're, this is accounting for the Jok- uh, Djokovic I mean, he's still the favorite, right? Like, there's not much to talk about. As long as he's playing, you know, you're, you're just making an injury assessment. By the way, there goes the screen, guys. He's just making an injury assessment is is what you'd be doing if you were going against Djokovic. If you you somehow believe that that hamstring is going to make him withdraw from the tournament or play so poorly that he's going to lose in a match or have to withdraw in the middle of the match, who's the other guy? I mean, it's probably Daniil Medvedev, who's at plus 275. Some people think this would be Stefanos' Tsitsipas' moment to do something, but I never trust Tsitsipas. I never do. Okay. Um... So, yeah, I'd like to – again, that's the issue with the Aussie Open. It's still a Djokovic-Iga top-heavy thing. And by the way – And then it's tough on the other side. If you wanted to, you could theoretically bet a better Djokovic number now than you ever could before, but you're, like, betting on him hoping to get through the entire tournament. That's right. He's got five more matches to play. Yeah. So, there's that. And then on the women's side, by the way, number two seed overnight on Jabour lost – but again, did anybody really think she was the biggest threat to Iga Sviatek? No. And the betting market, you know, showed that as well. Irina Sabalenka and Jesse Pagula, along with Caroline Garcia and Belinda Bencic, who are absolutely the, uh, the, the biggest threats, if you had to name them, uh, they're, they're all still alive. So I think on the women's side, not much has changed either. Uh, I wanted to get to the one basketball note, though, because we brought this up when we talked about Mark Medina's straw poll where he went through, again, 30 writers, 32 writers, because there was two from L.A. and New York, went through all the awards, most improved, rookie of the year, went through all of them, and MVP. And one of our big takeaways from it was, because these guys talk to front office people all the time, was Nikola Jokic could be on his way to a three-peat. Remember, Luka Doncic got 43% of that straw poll vote for MVP at the time, which was a couple weeks ago. Nikola Jokic, 40%. And Giannis was all the way down to 7%. And that was a big takeaway for us, like the difference between Jokic and Giannis. Yes. And that, and that Jokic was all the way up there because I think there's yeah. a lot of us that thought, yes, he was in the mix, but I don't think he was – I didn't think at the time he was overwhelmingly, uh, you know, as big of a favorite as maybe a, a, a Doncic or some of these other guys have had great seasons. But, yeah, Jokic – He's been on one recently, Gil. Uh, I believe in the words of the great Ice Cube. He messed around and had another triple-double. Did Ice Cube say uh, messed around and got a triple-double, or did he say messed around and got a 30-point triple-double again? Because that's what Jokic is doing. Mm-hmm. Again, another one in a 122-118 to Nuggets win. Are you betting him at plus 125? Is this one of these situations where you're just like, look, look, at, these, look at these last games here. It's silly. 31-13-11 is what he did last night. The night before, 36, 10, and 12 
in beating Portland. Then, you know, the modest triple-double, 17, 14, and 10 on Sunday. January 11th at 21, 9, and 18 just missed out there. Um, one, uh, that's on January 11th, pardon me. January 9th, 14, 16, and 11. And then on January 6th, 28, 10, and 15, all of them Nuggets wins. Again, them and the Grizzlies atop the Western Conference. You I mean, making no, a Jokic bet or not? I, I, you can't at this number now. I mean, the market's adjusting, right? Plus 125, that, that is accurate. You, uh, but, you, man, he, they've won 14 to 16 games. He's got 30 point. I mean, he's got triple doubles in four of his last six games. This guy's on a tear. You can't bet it at this number or you'll never see this number again. That is the assessment you have to make as a better. I think I might want a piece of it. We'll come back. Sam Monson from Pro Football Focus next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Calshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Calshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Calshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much, much more. Just download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state of the art technology and fan friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM in terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 4700. I also want to shout out uh, Kelly Dan Weston, who was on the show yesterday, who gave us Elise Mertens as a pick. Boom. And that cashed as well. There you go, winners. Dano will be back with us tomorrow from across the pond. Uh, Chris Felica has it at minus 150. We'll go with the gray hoodie again. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, it's a total thing. It's a total thing with Dano. <laughs> uh, let's talk some uh, NFL, of course. Uh, this weekend, divisional round upon us. Uh, we cut it every which way, so we'll talk about it with uh, Sam Monson here uh, momentarily. But I will say this again, Kelly. I am, how can I, what, what's the word I want to use? Concerned at how much I love these games. Concerned. I really like the Bengals plus the points, and I think I really like laying them with everybody else. Uh, I love I love that Chiefs Bengals teaser. I love I, that too. I don't know the NFC games. I keep going. I think I'm going to stay away from Eagles Giants. And then, I, that might be the one that I end up staying away yeah, from. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm going to stay away from that one. Uh, but man, San Francisco, I just keep waiting to see a three. Keep waiting to see a three. All right, well, let's talk about it with Sam Monson from Pro Football Focus. He joins us now to discuss said games. Sam, how you doing, man? Doing well. How about you? Good. Sorry about the AMPM uh, snafu yesterday. We apologize for that. <laughs> Producer. No here. problem. No names, if you know what I mean. 
Uh, all right, let's, <laughs> let's do these one by one, Sam. And thanks for uh, for popping on this morning. Let's talk about uh, them in chronological order. Jacksonville and Kansas City starts things off on Saturday. Kansas City, appropriately, I think, a, a big favorite. Eight and a half is the number uh, consensus-wise. The total is 53. What are your numbers telling us on that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a, a fair kind of number. I, I like Kansas City to to end up covering that. I think they are much better overall when you kind of look at the game. It's going to require a perfect Trevor Lawrence game. It's going to require everything to go well for them. And that's only for Jacksonville to hang with Kansas City in a shootout. I really can't envisage a world where their defense actually does a good enough job to stop what has been the number one offense in the NFL this season. So I can see a way that Jacksonville keeps it kind of close, but it requires everything going perfectly for them on offense. And if that doesn't happen, it feels like this is the one that has the biggest potential for Kansas City to just cruise to a win. Sam, I should mention, because people might be listening to you for the first time, they're like, is that an accent I detect? You're from Ireland originally? Yeah, I mean, it's getting harder and harder to detect if there is an accent at all, but uh, yeah. Yeah, as of a few years ago, there would have been one. Yeah, no, no, it's, I, I still feel a hint of it. You know, because I, I just want to bring it up because we just got the note that the Bills, the Titans, the Jaguars, the Chiefs, and the Patriots are all playing international games next year in the NFL. Chiefs and Patriots are going to play in Germany. Uh, the Bills, Titans, and Jaguars are going to play in London. And I'm curious, just from from your perspective and, and those that you talked to, uh, from back home, and I know it's not these two specific countries, but just generally speaking, the NFL is massively popular, would you say? Like, is this is Roger Goodell's vision of global NFL empire a real thing, in your opinion? Um, I wouldn't say it's massively popular, but it's definitely growing. It's a, you know, a small sort of niche sport that is getting bigger and bigger as the years go by, and I think there's definitely the capacity for it to have that kind of international... Um, presence international following international sort of footprint if they do want to expand it to you know a franchise based in london or a franchise based in germany somewhere in particular i think those are the two places i know there's um there's a college game next year in dublin uh where i'm from the i think it's boston college are they back playing um they played this year too they had a game yeah Right. It, it is. Um, it does exist in those places, but obviously it's a, it's a much smaller sport over there versus, you know, soccer and, and the other kind of main sports right. that, that exist. All right. I didn't mean to go on a, a tangent, but I was just curious about the uh, <laughs> perspective. All right. Let's go to the Eagles and the Giants then. This is also a, uh, a large line in this one where the Eagles are favored by seven and a half. And again, a lot of people who love the Giants last week are loving them again this week. Totals 48. Where do you stand? Yeah, it's a weird game because we've seen it twice, right? And the first time was a comfortable Eagles win, and that's what I think everyone expects it to look like. And then the final one was one of those weird Week 18 games where Philadelphia rushed Jalen Hurts back for no real reason. He didn't look particularly good, and the Giants rested everybody of consequence. They basically didn't play a single starter in that game, and yet it was still pretty close. So it's a strange game to try and work out what to do with. Um, I think overall, though, you probably default back to the idea that Look, Philadelphia arguably has the best roster in the NFL this season. If Jalen Hurts is back being 100% healthy, it's tough to imagine how the the talent disparity between the two teams can be overcome just by scheme, um, just by the the kind of plays that they're dialing up. And unlike Minnesota, you know, Philadelphia has this record absolutely on merit. If I told you either the Giants or if I told you one of the Giants or Jaguars actually pulled off the upset. Which is more likely, in your opinion, to have done so? 
I think I would be less surprised by the Giants doing it strictly because it's that division game and we've already seen one kind of weird game between these two teams. But I think I'd be pretty shocked at either one of them pulling off the upset. All right, Sunday. Much sexier matchups on Sunday, if I could use that word. Let's start in the morning with the Bills and the Bengals. This, of course, a game that got stopped uh, a few weeks back. Obviously, the DeMar Hamlin game where the Bengals at the time were up 7-3 to three in driving, but it was early. Uh, we don't know how it would have played out, but on you know because of the events and the scheduling changes that resulted, uh, this is in Buffalo, and the Bills are now boy five and a half point favorites. We even saw it touch six. I find that unbelievable, despite the offensive line issues for the Bengals. What about you? Yeah, fascinating game, and and you're right. I think it is all because of that offensive line for Cincinnati, which. That was their offseason focus, right? They went to the Super Bowl. I think they they understood how big a problem that was and how much that was going to hurt them getting back again. And their entire offseason was sort of focused on upgrading. And they upgraded four out of the five spots, but they've lost three guys in the last three weeks, three starters in the last three starts. Um, and all of a sudden, you're going into a playoff game against what was the, the sort of number one seed for the majority of the year with a... a really banged up offensive line. Now we saw last year, they're absolutely capable of overcoming that, but it just becomes harder. It, everything becomes so much harder for Joe Burrow, for Jamar Chase, for that offense to cook. I think the one good thing in their favor though, is the Buffalo's pass rush without Von Miller has been anemic. Like mm -hmm. they have not been able to get pressure. They weren't able to do it last week, really against Miami and Skylar Thompson, so that could be the thing that saves Cincinnati. If the Bills are not able to get pressure on Joe Burrow, then I think you can kind of expect the old version of the Cincinnati offense and, and then to put up some points. And that's how I, that's how I see it going because he, Burrow gets rid of the ball anyway, super quick as is. You know, only Tom Brady gets rid of it quicker. So it's to me, it's fascinating. And then there's, of course, this one in the afternoon. Dallas and San Francisco back to like 1994 vibes between these two teams, these two great franchises, the Niners down to a three and a half point favorite. That surprises me as well. I thought this would go the other direction. What do I know? 46 and a half on the total. I love the Niners as a football team. I'm not sure I get that move. It feels like a kind of classic overreaction to wildcard weekend. I think we tend to see this every year. There's one or two games where everybody sort of, immediately overreacts to one of the games or one of the performances. And obviously the story coming out of Monday night is Dallas is back. Like this is the Cowboys that we saw earlier in the season where they looked legit, where they were going to push the Eagles, where they could get the number one seed. Um, and I think if they play to the very peak of their ability, the, the best game Dallas is capable of, they're absolutely capable of giving San Francisco that kind of game. But what are the chances that actually happens? And what is really fascinating with this game is both offenses are going to get challenged by a legitimate defense for the, for the first time in a while. I think like San Francisco's defense we know is obviously legit, but Dallas's generates a ton of pressure and a ton of turnovers. And that's something that Brock Purdy hasn't necessarily had to deal with yet. So if you're looking, I think for one reason why the line is as close as it is, that might be it. Generally Brock Purdy has sort of led this charmed existence of, wide open receivers the entire time and, and not an awful lot of challenges. If he suddenly has to deal with a lot of pressure and a couple of turnovers, that could potentially change things. All right, Sam, I want you to brass tax this for us, if you will. What's your favorite single bet amongst the whole group then? 
Um, I think I like the Chiefs to cover. I think that one is just too obvious. A look, Patrick Mahomes, that Chiefs offense. I don't think Jacksonville are going to have enough in the tank. That feels like the easiest bet to me. Okay, Sam Monson from uh, Pro Football Focus. Always appreciate it. Good to see you, man. Thank you so much. Anytime, guys. Take it easy. Sam can be found on uh, Twitter at PFF underscore Sam, which, Kelly, as always, means that if uh, Pro Football Focus hires another dude by the name of Sam, they're out of luck. You hosed. Isn't that part of the interview process? They're like, I'm sorry, your name's Sam. We already have one of those. Already taken. That Twitter uh, handle Quick taken. news and notes before we get out of here. Bucks have officially fired offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich. And uh, if you missed it this morning, the Live has found a uh, Live Golf has found a TV deal. CW. The CW. Wow. Right after Buffy the Vampire Slayer, or right before right before that. I'll look into it. Chris Valika next. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game, deep dive betting reports, VSIN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VSIN.com slash subscribe today. To sign up for only $9.99 and become part of the Sports Betting Network. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Skill Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlin. We get tweets at being the book. I always appreciate the uh, the feedback. This is from, uh, let's see, do to do Dom Perrion, Ice Cube messing around. Got a triple-double and a three-by-three uh, three by, three by three game to 11. Goat status. Did Ice Cube play in a three-on-three game? I don't know. I missed it. Uh, Elvis Toast Patterson. I know it's the reference I made, but yeah. Elvis Toast Patterson, Gilly, to uh, piggyback off of yesterday, do you see or hear of professional sports bettors leaving Las Vegas for other states because of the big, uh, bigger betting menus elsewhere? Yes, 100%. And we'll talk about that with the crack man a little later on the show. Uh, let's see here. This is from uh, Jason H11. LIV Golf, live from Dubai this Thursday at 3 a.m., following the Gilmore Girls and leading into the Buffy the, Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> Marathon. Bronson C. Damn you. the excitement. <laughs> Bronson C. Live from the uh, 810. Damn you, Gil. I just spit my coffee out right after Buffy the Vampire Slayer or after. It's a CW, man. Come on. It's like a 20-year-old reference. I believe in the press release, they, they, it was proclaimed as the fifth biggest network in the United States, which uh, a couple of us downstairs who have worked in, in network local news, I had to think about that for a minute. I guess it's probably true, but. Who knows? Yeah. Alan Mitchell, Gil, give yourself 20 more years and falling asleep horizontal will become the thing. Dementia, less rye. <laughs> and uh, Gotti, Cristiano Gotti, uh, he disagrees, says the Bengals O-line is, I guess that's a cheese emoji. Bills will uh, win and cover, he says. Hashtag Bills Mafia. We shall see. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, he is at Fox Sports. I have not seen him on Fox Sports yet, but trust me, he is on Fox Sports. It's our friend Chris the Bear Felica. How you doing, Christopher? I'm I'm doing I'm doing well, Gil, and I know uh, you've been pretty anal about my cell phone sounding like a tin can. <laughs> so I went out and I have a new cell phone. So hopefully you'll notice a stark contrast in the quality of this uh, this phone compared to the other one. I was only, I was only talking about today. I was only talking about the annals of history of your phone. I don't know what you were gotcha. talking about. Okay. Yeah. Um, gotcha. Okay. Different. It must be lost in translation. Uh, okay. Let me ask you something. By the way, great to have you on here. We we love seeing your face, but we'll take this. We we. <laughs> Number one pick in the draft. We can we can bet on this thing, and it's the way early number one pick in the draft market at this point. 
the draft, obviously, in late April. Bryce Young is the short shot. You as a college football guy who has seen more college football than anyone I know, what would you do with the number one pick? If you're the Chicago Bears, would you draft a quarterback, first of all, or because you have Justin Fields, would you trade out? And if someone is going to trade in, who do you believe they're picking number one? I think the, I, I think the Bears should trade the pick personally. Uh, the, or if they keep it, they'll take either Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. But at the same t- at the same time, by trading back a couple of spots, if somebody else, again, look, it's always easy to say trade back, but if someone out there feel really passionate about Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or Will Levis, I, I can't believe I'm saying that name, but there are teams out there <laughs> that, that like him and are, and are going to be enamored with him and think he's going to be Josh Allen or whomever. So whether you, you agree or not, there are teams out there that do. But if I'm the Bears, I'm looking to trade the pick uh, because I, I think whether it's Anderson or Carter or a couple of picks back, you'll be able to get one of those guys. I, I, but, but I would take Anderson personally because you look at these teams, you need pass rushers in today's NFL. So I think Anderson is the better pass rusher from the, from the edge. So that, that, that's who I would take if the Bears did keep the pick. But if I think a team, if a team were trading up or a quarterback were to go number one overall, I think C.J. Stroud's probably the guy just because of his physical attributes as opposed to – look, I love Bryce. Yeah. He's slight. He is slight, man. He's – I mean, in the NFL, if he can, we'll see if he can stomach those hits. Yeah. You know, we, we see – Lamar Jackson getting hurt, not being able to make a three-year, and, and, and Bryce is tiny. As much as, as, much as I love him, I, I'd be concerned about that. I love C.J. Stroud. If I'm Washington, that's who I would want to trade up for. But you bring up the Will Levis point. I just I don't want to belabor it, but Will Levis is plus 750, right? And Will Levis, we all know this. Like We watch him play college football, and we're like, well, there's moments. like he, he, Big games this year. He didn't look that great. And No. But he's got that, right, he's got that prototypical attributes that these teams fall in love with, and we know how this goes. Like if the Colts just decide, oh, it's Will Levis, that's our guy. Should, <laughs> should we, should, would you hate it if someone took a flyer on Levis just on that notion? No, because I don't, I don't think any of the other guys are, are sure things either. Uh, I mean, I, it's just, I think Bryce is a sure thing, and I mean, as much as I, we both love CJ. I mean, I don't think he's this surefire, like lock, uh, elite quarterback that's going to take you to a Super Bowl win. So, heck, why not? I mean, we we, we, see, we saw the Josh Allen thing work out. So, like, if I if I'm the Bears, I I am now in a position to force somebody else to make that decision. I we we can do whatever we we can trade it. We can take a defensive play. We can do what we want. We'll let someone else worry about the uh, uh, the, the quarterback too. Sure. All right. Since you uh, now you have you have great pro football cred now, since you are the uh, first uh, inaugural <laughs> winner, first annual winner of the uh, Matt Humans Medical Marvel Pro Football Friday Invitational Challenge, where you won twenty five thousand dollars. Kelly golf clapping in Kelly the background for you. Um, you got you got so much pro football cred now. Let's go through <laughs> these. What what do you like best this weekend? Talk them down from top to bottom to me. I, the, the 49ers are the, are the game that I like the most. Uh, I, um, me too. You, you and, and I and Will were talking about that the other day. Like, what is it open at? And I, I thought it would open at like like six and then get bet down. And the fact it was open, whoever it was, three and a half, four. And like, I, I think we're giving the, the Cowboys too much credit. I think I, like, the thing that people are forgetting about are the Bucks stink and they can't run the ball. They didn't even try and run the ball, and that's where you're going to expose. 
uh, that Cowboys defense. And the 49ers can just do things from so many different positions. And, and Ryan Clark the other day on, uh, on NFL Live made a great point. And think about, I had a pause and think about it. And he's like, yeah, he's right. Like, the reason that the 49ers is one of the reasons they're so dynamic with all these guys, McCaffrey and, and, and Debo and other guys, like, all these guys have returned kicks. They, they see the vision. They, they see the field developing, uh, and, and it makes them that much better in the open field. So I like the Niners. And look, I, I said something the other day on Twitter. I think it struck a chord with everyone. And it, it seems like every week it's a first for Brock Pratt. It's his first start. Oh, it's his first road start. Oh, these games at the end of the regular season didn't mean anything. Oh, it's his first playoff game. Now it's his first 10-win team. And now next week, again, if they, if they have to go to Philadelphia, if they happen to win and the Eagles win, well, now it's his first road playoff game. It's like everybody's just looking for a first to fall back on, to almost like hope that this kid falls on his face and fails. Maybe it's just like take a step back and admit, like, you know what? He's an okay player that just happens to be in a great situation. No one's saying he's going to be Tom Brady, but he's probably a lot better than people give him credit for so he's just got to he's just got to deliver the ball, eliminate making mistakes like he's done so far, and we'll see if he can do it again on Sunday. Well, I mentioned this to our guessing lines the other day. How does Matt Campbell not succeed with Purdy and Brees Hall? Dude, dude, that's the thing. Like I, I, I've been getting that question a lot, and, and I had some numbers through the year about like Matt Campbell and in, in, in games where the spread was like a, a field goal either way, and like they're like five and twenty. Uh, in his career there, like, to have Brees Hall, who was the front runner for Offensive Rookie of the Year at the time that he hurt his knee, and then to have Brock Purdy, who may wind up winning the award now, yeah, there's some type of disconnect there where uh, the, the talent on the field did not yeah, add up to the uh, the team result. I mean, obviously, they had the, the close call and nearly winning the big call title in the COVID year, but yeah, they, they you look at the, the players that they had, maybe the uh, Development there wasn't, and, and the coaching itself yeah. wasn't uh, it's not, what, it's, it, what it should be. Unfortunately, what it was, and it's a shame because I like Matt Campbell, but 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 yeah, something there didn't add up. Yeah, it's not it's not quite Mario Cristobal, Justin Herbert territory, but it's uh, <laughs> a cousin, a distant cousin of yeah. that. Uh, all right, we got a minute left. Uh, besides the Niners, then what's your next favorite this weekend? Uh, I think it's the Eagles. Uh, I, again, I, I you look at what the Eagles did in the regular season with the Giants. In, in the game that actually meant something, and they, they toyed with them. But I, I'm assuming Jalen's going to be okay. Uh, again, I think the Cowboys are a little bit, I mean, the, uh, the Giants are a little bit of a, uh, they're improved, and I think Gable should be coach of the year. But again, you beat the, the, the Schadenfreude Vikings and give them credit. But I, I think <laughs> a lot of times you see these teams pull up sets in the wild card round, like, oh, wow, no, they're, Hmm, they got a shot, and you, mean, and you talk yourself into them, and then one series in, you're down 7 nothing. and you're like, oh, no, here we go. But, uh, but I want to admit a, a grave mistake, by the way. Please, here, please. Dear listeners, yeah. I made the mistake of putting out a money-line tennis parlay at 108 and it lost. The, the, the legendary Katie Volinets beat me in the <laughs> first leg. I could so not I, have predicted I, I, that. I, 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 Yes, I'm so I'm so sorry. I mean, forget about Von Drusheva winning outright and Jensen Brooksby plus the games, and, and Lynette winning outright and Lynette plus the games and Layla Fernandez plus the games. So don't worry about those. You know, Katie Volinets <laughs> beat me, so I'm I suck. You, I'm terrible. You're the worst human being alive. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. <laughs> you're welcome. Take Katie, Katie Volinets beating Veronica Kudermatova, who was like huge favorite as well. Couldn't have seen that coming. Exact is next on a numbers game. Visa the sports betting network. 
There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Attention, BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Here's how it works. Just sign into your BetMGM account, click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message, inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement at BetMGM and get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in mississippi and nevada kelly i would just like to say this i think we uh we barely avoided an international incident earlier on the show today when i uh had the audacity to tell sam monson that i could detect an accent he did not seem to appreciate that did you get that vibe from him uh yeah i don't I, yeah I don't, I don't know what uh i just don't think he's lived you know there in a very very long time is that an offensive thing to say like oh i detect an accent he was like, uh, really? I don't think so. You hear one from me, do you? That's my Irish accent. That's terrible. Um, anyway, just want to point that out. Did you, re- did you see this uh, Sean Payton story? Now, I, ladies and gentlemen, had the, uh, the gumption, the chutzpah, the other day to suggest out loud. And again, this comes to the two thoughts in one head at the same time situation for everybody. That while Sean Payton is a fine, fine NFL head coach, and maybe one of the best of his generation. He still has only won one Super Bowl, and he did it with Drew Brees, and let's not go crazy about it. But here's the latest Sean Sean Payton story, Kelly. The Advocate's Jeff Duncan reporting that Sean Payton is believed to be seeking, ready, $20 to $25 million per season in contract negotiations. Duncan also reports that Payton is seeking a four-year deal and that the Saints consider two first-round picks the starting point in any trade discussions. All right, I get the Saints' perspective on the two first-round picks. They should milk whatever they can out of right. it. You going to pay this dude 20 to $25 million for four years? Are, are we oh, – seriously? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it is or, or, did, or did the uh, – I mean, did, you've got to pay that and then also trade picks, right? Like, it is a lot. For a team. Or did Joe Gibbs on this sheet of paper autocorrect to Sean Payton? I'm curious. <laughs> what twenty to twenty five million? Man, I, I don't. There's there's been reports out there like I know Dave. Te- I, there, I know there's reports Dave Tepper 
is basically willing to do anything to get him is what it sounds like. Uh, Dave Tepper needs to do anything to get him. But th- that's yeah. the thing, right? Like I I I, I, I think he's Panthers. legit yeah. leaking it to to the media cuz that though I've like seen reports that are basically saying he will pay anything to get him. But Dave, Dave Tepper with the Carolina Panthers is yeah. who we're referring to. How much does Sean Payton really want to go to Carolina though? That's the thing. Yeah. I just again I find this Again, for those of us who can hold two, two thoughts in our heads at the same time, because I know people love to misquote me. You're good. You might even be great for your generation. You might even be a very good head coach, period. But the track record is such, and I get it, he's had some really bad beats in the postseason. I get it. You still only won one Super Bowl, and you did it with a Hall of Fame quarterback. Let's not go crazy. Just my thought. Now I will let the hate wash over me, ladies and gentlemen. Stand behind Sam Monson in line. I, I don't know that there is a – I mean, like, like you say, he can be great. And yes. He can also not be worth the price tag. Like, that is – I mean, that's how I look at the situation. I'm just saying, like, you're only as good – ultimately, you have, a, a, you have an effect on your team. I'm not saying coaches don't matter. Coaches obviously matter. Some of the greats, the all-time greats, matter a really big bunch. Parcells, Lombardi, right? Like We can go through the names of the great head coaches in NFL history. Sure, they matter. We just don't have the evidence to suggest that it matters with Sean Payton in the way that this appears to be. Like, this is not commensurate with what he's done. It just isn't. I'll, and, I'll and, steal the hate from you. I don't, I don't think there's any coach I... I in the history of football or in current NFL, I'd be willing to trade two first-round picks for. Now, again, I, I don't have a popular opinion when I say, because people love Brian Dable. They say, oh, Brian Dable's the coach of the year. Again, that whole stretch of the first part of the season when they were 7-2, and two, I believe it was, the analytics will tell you that they were just an unbelievably fortunate team in the most high-leverage situations. Yeah. You can argue with that all you want and say, oh, well, that's Dable. I will disagree with you to the end of time. And I think he gets credit. Now, I'm not saying he's not a good coach. I'm not saying that. Right. But let's let this go another year or two and see how it works out. I get it. They're bereft of talent. But they also get the best of it. So, like, I guess what I'm saying is people are really quick to jump on things. And and Sean Payton, hey, if you're Sean Payton, milk it if you can. I don't – game recognized game. Yeah. I'm not hating on you. Yeah, good for him. I believe that's MC Breed, but I'm not sure. (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's um I want to hit the draft real quick. Draft yes, dodge yes. real quick. I just uh was noticing this while we were talking about it and I say you can just roll it. Just look at this fine fine specimen. Billy Levi's out of the University of Kentucky. <laughs> look at how the if you're watching at home at visa.com. Just look how the sunlight beams off of his beautiful biceps. Oh, uh, let me guess. He'll, Someone has a bet. Someone might have a forty to one <laughs> ticket on Billy Levi's going number one, and I'm going to be rooting. For, I mean, look at the, look at that left bicep just popping right there. This guy's glorious. What a beautiful specimen to throw back there at quarterback. I don't know how any team can pass up on this guy. That's my two cents, Gil. But, but, in all seriousness, Chris Valika is he's probably third or fourth guy that that I respect a ton with college football. That's basically said the same thing about Bryce Young. He's amazing. He's awesome. Slight of build. This slight of build yeah. is it might hold him back and could but probably will hold him back. I you know to maybe maybe uh maybe hedge my Billy Levi's bet. I think I might take a, I might take a piece of CJ Stroud here soon. I saw him at two plus two hundred. I love CJ Stroud. Me man. too. 
And, and, I, and I think he's really, really good, yeah. But we know how these NFL teams act. By the way, two things. One, game recognized game, JT the bigger figure. I should have known that for the Bay. And then two, um, this show almost took a dramatic turn there for a second when you were going through the Will Levis stuff. <laughs> that was, that was uh, different. Hey, man. But I understand what you, whatever you can do. <laughs> whatever I can do. Whatever you can do. <laughs> um, all right, so let's talk about Super Bowl exactas again. Chrissy Andrews deserves the credit for this. Chrissy Andrews, first dude, uh, my mishpocha, to take uh, what is uh, commonplace in horse racing, exactas, and apply it to sports betting. I believe he did that when he was at Cal Neva. He will correct me on that. And so now it's commonplace. Uh, Chiefs over Eagles. These are DraftKings. Chiefs over Eagles. 11 to 1 is your short shot. The two number one seeds. Eagles over Chiefs checks in at 12 to 1, as does Chiefs over Niners. Bills over Niners, 12 to 1. Bills over Eagles, 12 to 1. These are all really closely lined together, most of these combinations. Um, the key being, and we've talked about this before when we brought up Exactas, it really is about the Bengals more than anybody else, right? If you believe in the Cincinnati Bengals, that's where the value is. So if you think the Bengals get to the Super Bowl, they don't even have to win it. But any combination of the Bengals being there, win or loss, them's where the numbers are. 25 to 1 and longer. Niners over Bengals, Eagles over Bengals, uh, Bengals over Eagles, all of those. 25 to 1 and beyond. Is that what – we always talk about this when they're at DraftKings, Kelly, because not only are they not in Nevada, we can't bet them statewide, but we can't bet them, period. Um, So we always like to say, like, here's what I would actually bet if I was – if I could – and here's just something that we're just talking about. I actually probably wouldn't bet it. That Cowboys-Buccaneers division round stage of elimination thing, we said we'd actually bet this. Yeah, I would have Lo- hammered that. Uh, my, uh, Tom Brady to the Dolphins at plus 750, we said we'd actually bet that. Would you actually bet one of these at this point, and would it be a Bengals combo? It would definitely be a Bengals combo. When did we talk about this? Two weeks ago, three weeks so. ago, something yeah. like that. And we kind of picked out our favorite ones. Um, I think I think the difference is now, Gil, it's the you, – you could have made other choices when we were talking about this two or three weeks ago and still gotten great odds on it. I think when you're talking about just the odds now, you almost have to just look at the Bengals. So either, to me, it's – okay, if you don't have any interest in the Bengals, you don't think they're getting to the Super Bowl, then don't even dabble in this market, I would say. Uh, or if you like the Bengals, or I don't know, maybe you're a massive Cowboys fan, person right and you think the Cowboys are going to pull off a couple upsets I guess that's the other team that we could bring up here but I think the Bengals have a better chance of getting to the Super Bowl than the Cowboys do um ready for a pro tip yeah I'm ready for a pro tip hold hold on I would I would say yeah I think 49ers to beat the Bengals 25 to 1 or Bengals to beat the 49ers 28 to 1 those would be the ones that I would look 49ers over Bengals or Bengals over 49ers I'm with you this is the exact two I would go I would go 49ers over Bengals 25 to 1 that would be what I would bet here if I would. But now, would I actually bet it? I don't know. I mean, we're on the Bengals this week, right? We yeah. both are. So I probably would add the, a yeah, little bit of this. I probably, yeah, I probably would. Who am I kidding? Of course I would. Uh, pro tip, pro tip, pro tip. Be careful betting Bryce Young now. If interested in him going number one with pro days and combines coming up, a lot of experts think his size could hold him back. Might be able to get better odds after the combine and I guess the reverse would be true for Will Levis. Maybe you want to bet him now. Based on that, this is your pro tip for the hour. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show, so that means at least 20 every day, all available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. Unscripted with the crack man, Bill Krakenberger, next numbers game, VEASAN, the sports betting network.
There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.